0: Kara Wang talks to us in this episode of Personalities at Carry. We're already in episode 21 and Kara, who thinks of herself as an introvert, has come upon the podcast that hopefully should encourage everyone to sign up and get interviewed. Thank you very much, Kara. Kara is from China. She's an international student who brings a unique perspective to our MBA program. She interned at Verifone over the summer of 2018. She's concentrating in supply chain and business analytics. And to know more, let's start a conversation with our beloved Kara Wang. So, welcome everyone. This is episode 21, and we have with us Kara Wang. Her first name is actually Tokon. Oh, yes. Okay. You pronounce perfect. Okay. All right, so we'll start with asking Kara. Our first question which is, tell me about yourself, where do you come from and what brought you to WP Carey?
1: Sure, Um, I think probably most of us already know that I'm from China. (laughs) (laughs) So prior to joining the MBA program in the uh, WP Carey, I uh, lived in China for many years. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I'm from the south part of China in uh, Jiangxi province, It's it's an inland province. Yeah, but I basically worked in those uh, big cities like Beijing, Shenzhen and Hangzhou. Um so, uh actually my family is quite simple because we uh when I was born China was having the uh, like one child policy. Mm-hmm. So basically in those cities like you are only allowed to you were only allowed to have one kid, So I'm the only kids and uh, like my mom, she is HR staff at a state-owned company and my dad uh, he used to be a college professor but then uh, I don't know somehow he figured he wanted to do some consulting work so he became a consultant. Uh, and uh, we, I did my uh, undergrad in uh, advertising and business in Nanchang uh, University, which is just a university in the province that I was born. And then uh, for my grad school in China, I went to uh, Beijing and did it in the Peking University. And I think from there, I kind of um, the experiences of, of my grad school kind of opened my eyes to the outside world. Cause uh, as I said, Jiangxi is like an inland province, and but Be- Beijing is like more one of the main cities in China. Mm-hmm. So in there, I uh, met a lot of people from like around the world. So I feel I think it's from then I feel like oh I may wanna uh, start to like look around uh, around the world and to see the outside world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, after that, I didn't uh, apply for the like schools immediately after graduation I decided to work so I worked for approximately around seven or eight years and then I feel like yeah it's time for me to uh, finally to uh, kind of realize my uh, dream that oh I still wanted to see the outside world before it's too late so that's basically why I uh, decided to apply for the business schools in the US and as as for the repair I think basically it's more like career oriented because um, my past work experience is all around the operations and the uh, supply chain related. And the recovery, of course, is one of the most um, famous school for the supply chain. So basically that's how I'm landing here. <laughs> okay. You
0: didn't tell us which, what uh, degree you had before in the graduate school from China?
1: Oh, I had master of arts in communication. Okay, okay. yeah.
0: And uh, what companies you worked for?
1: Oh, uh, I worked for Intel after graduation as a business analyst and a demand planner. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I uh, decided to like jump to the kind of uh, new industry, which is the internet industry. So I uh, worked for uh, Amazon and Alibaba. They are wow. like the like the um, e-commerce company also in the internet industry.
0: Nice, so you spent about like three or four years with these companies working?
1: Uh, Yeah I spent uh, four years uh, with uh, Intel and then uh, one year with Alibaba and Amazon respectively and then after like just a priority to join the MBA program I uh, kind of because Hangzhou is um, maybe people I used to know that Hangzhou is a like tourist city, like the West Lake is Mm -hmm. quite famous there. But recently, uh, in the recent years, Hangzhou is uh, just became like the innovation city. They call oh. it like the Chinese Silicon Valley hmm. <laughs> like the, There are lots of startups and hmm. the, the internet companies and startups in Hangzhou So I worked for a, a startup But also it's like e-commerce related startup in Hangzhou right before the MBA program started.
0: Okay, yeah. and now that you have been here for a year, how has that experience been?
1: Uh, well yeah I should say uh, something is uh, beyond my expectation which is pretty good mm-hmm. and also uh, maybe something make me feel like have a more subjective impressions of the US and mm-hmm. the co the uh, experience here so the good thing is of course I think uh I do like the warmth here because <laughs> I'm also from the south part of China uh, and I so you feel... So mean,
0: you mean heat and not the warmth of people? Oh! <laughs> Is that <what> <laughs> yeah. Both. <laughs> Both. Both. Thank okay. Yeah.
1: And also uh, I feel like here in the U.S. because it's my like first time doing the schools here, so I feel like the staffs and the professors here in the U.S., they are more uh, like care about uh, students, individual students, um, and uh, they really want to make sure that you understand all the things and all the like staffs here, including those career service staff, they are really, really helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, but the maybe uh, kind of thing that is a little bit shocking to me is uh in the u.s previously i i i we thought like oh the u.s would be uh very like developed country compared to china but actually i when i first landed here i barely see any buildings like uh, more than three or four floors Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what's a bit <laughs> shocking to me okay then i I kind of understand because here in Arizona everything is just so spread out and we have a large uh, land here so mm. with relatively small amount of people so we don't need to like in China everything is so condensed mm. the density is really very high so yeah that is something I uh, I kind of uh, want to adjust and mm. also uh, yeah and also but the good thing is here since uh, I've only been to Arizona and California and some Place in the mid- Midwest. Okay. Yes. So I feel like in the US, they are uh, different regions, really mm. uh, varies a lot.
0: Okay. Yeah. So most tall buildings are in like the downtown areas of different cities, and then it's all suburban areas or homes which are smaller. Right? Yes. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so now that you are an international student, yeah. so how do you manage your family? I believe your family is back home in China. So How do you get time to talk to them, things like
1: that? uh, I think for that part, I really should thank to the modern technology, and especially we have the WeChat, (laughs) (laughs) which is like omni-competent. It's really, uh, in the WeChat, you can do the video chat, and you can send text message, and you can let your parents wire the money to you with (laughs) WeChat. (laughs)
0: That's very really so, important. There,
1: yeah. <laughs> it's quite important. So, so I think with the modern technology, like the real-time communication won't be a big problem. Mm-hmm. And also, like, uh, for my parents, they get the tourism visa. Mm-hmm. So they uh, came to the U.S. to visit me, uh, I think, last year, mm-hmm. last year during the Christmas. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I think, so for me, that won't be a... Big problem. And not to mention that here in the ASU, we really have a, uh, not only in the WPK, but also in the whole uh, university, we really have a large population of Chinese students here. Mm-hmm. And also uh, some of Chinese restaurants here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they are not as good as those in uh, California, but still, <laughs> 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 if I want to try the taste of the Chinese food, yeah, we you have... get it. Yeah, right. <laughs>
0: Uh, so what concentrations are you doing you're doing supply chain and... yes I'm
1: doing supply chain and business analytics
0: okay and of all the courses that you've taken so far do you have a favorite course
1: uh, for me I think I uh, like from the Q1 I, I really like uh, buyers stats okay because part of it is I have learned stats before so i kind of a little bit familiar with that but I feel like it's uh, taught by a US professor so it's a bit different from the one I learned in China so I kind of uh, learned all those stats from a different perspective which mm-hmm. I think is quite helpful and also I think I like the supply chain course right? like like including the uh, like first ones like the Determine. introduction
0: Oh, no, the first one, 502. Yeah, right, okay.
1: right. I like the introduction, and mm-hmm. then the procurement, and then the logistics. Okay. Because I feel like those courses and those professors just uh, gave—have uh, kind of uh, summarized all those um, knowledges that I have applied in my job previously, mm-hmm. but they kind of taught me in a more systematic way. Yeah, and I feel that is quite uh, useful too.
0: Mm-hmm. So as an international student, again, uh, it's difficult for people to get internships. So if you can oh, share your experience of getting yours.
1: Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think, yeah, right. It's used that maybe nowadays due to some like policy or whatever, it is not quite easy for international students. But I think for me, uh, basically there are like two parts. First part is uh, like for uh, subjectively I think for international students we I mean we shouldn't like spend time like complaining about that because that is already the fact mm-hmm. so what we uh, should spend time doing is we just uh, trying to um, like for the marketing In the marketing class, we learned that STP, right? How to do segmentation, target, and positioning. So it's like we have to build our own personal brand. So we have to find like our unique competitive advantages and then make a story out of it so that that will become our unique uh, position. So then we can Uh, try to match our um, advantages of our own qualities with uh, the jobs that Mm. um, the according to the like job descriptions like find a perfect match So that is what I can do for my part and for the outside world. I think uh, trying to really trying to make use of the ASU Alarm Network because maybe I'm lucky because I just uh, uh did mine like find the position through the WPC Connect and then the company uh they uh just uh interview uh they First round, I did the phone interview here in the WBC Connect, and then the second round, the company uh, flew me to the, their headquarters do the face-to-face interview. And but also the reason I mentioned the ASU alum is uh, my manager during the summer internship. He is also an ASU alum, mm. so yeah, I think that really helps a lot because since we are both from ASU, from WBCary, and we're both uh, MBAs, so that we re- it's really easy for us to like build trust mm. and once you have uh, built the trust with your managers and with the teams then a lot of the work will uh can work The collaborations will go very smoothly mm. because they will all say i i trust you doing this but also at the meantime he will give a lot of uh, really useful advice and suggestions and how to do it okay. yeah and yeah it's really a very like uh for me, it's, uh, I should be really grateful for the uh, experience. Okay. Yeah.
0: So we know that you um, interned at Veriphone yes, in yes. Uh, San Jose, is right, that right? Right, right. Good. Can you tell us about your particular role and experience at the company?
1: Oh, sure. Uh, my role is a global business operation intern. So I think the global part is because the San Jose is their headquarters. So we are taking care of the operations around the world. They have uh, five main regions, which is uh, North America, South America, uh, EMEA like the Middle East, and also the APAC, the Asian, and also uh, the Europe. So we are taking care of, uh, so me, like my project, I basically did three or four projects. So my project is around how to uh, streamline and standardize their whole uh, demand planning process around all those regions, because the like previously, each region have their own practice, and that caused a lot of inefficiency because, mm-hmm. like, lot of time they spend this on communication and on how to uh, get the consensus uh, like result. So by streamline and standardize this whole process, so it's easier for there to get uh, rich agreement and to align with all the things.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So is this a company that you would like go back to? given a full-time opportunity
1: um i mean from the like company culture and from the team i really like the team i worked with them Uh, so but and also from the like industry-wise they are in the payment industry and also they have both their hardware and software and I think that's also fits my um, background and also my interest but the tricky thing is uh, (laughs) they kind of uh, got acquired by a private equity firm Mm -hmm. like by the end of May so it's just uh, right after I start my internship there so right now I should Maybe I can only say that everything is kind of uncertain. So I'm I'm not sure like uh, how uh, and also they have a new CEO and they there I believe there is a lot of reorg going on there. So uh, I, I'm I'm keeping touch. I will keep in touch with my uh, team there so to see like what's our next step is. But mm-hmm. yes, I really feel like the atmosphere and. Uh, there in the company is pretty good, and also I like the diversity there. Okay. Yeah, there are lots of sorry, there's <laughs> lots of Asian people, but I'm not. I didn't mean that, but and also I, I feel like yeah, uh, the diversity in the Bay areas, I mean in general, yeah, right. That's pretty, pretty
0: good. good. Okay, so now that you've caught us up with what you've done so far, uh, can I ask you if you have had if you have had to make very important decisions in your life? What would be like the best decision you've made so far, and then the worst that you regret?
1: Uh, decisions. I think maybe uh, like for my past, I think the best decision I made is uh, like I decided to not. Uh, I decided to left uh, to leave my um, hometown mm-hmm. and to go to uh, the metro city like Beijing. Uh, well, right now I may say that there is still like down, ups and downs, uh, like pros and cons about that decision. Uh, but still, I feel, yeah, their life is all about choices, right? They know mm. about trade-offs. Like if I'm still uh, in my hometown, maybe I can take care of my grandmother who is already in her nineties. Right. Yeah, and but since I'm so like far away from her, that is kind of trade off that mm. I made. Yeah, but maybe for for my grandma, but she always say, oh, I w- always want you to like live your life to the fullest, like mm. to pursue your dreams. So yeah, something nice. like that. So
0: sweet of her. <laughs> 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 And after you spend your time studying and all of that, do you get some time to do something on your own leisure time or hobbies?
1: Uh, well, actually, I am not quite a kind of those outdoor person, okay. and especially in the Arizona, it's not most of the time it's not quite suitable for humans Ooh. to. <laughs> get, That's to very get bad out. to say. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't. Sorry, I I like the I like the like the temperature here mm-hmm. and and like the dry here because I don't like the humid places. But I'm not quite like the sunshine because mm. you can see that always where I wear wear a hat. So, but but anyway, I I mean I I don't do a lot of outside act, uh, outdoor activities. But here in the Phoenix, sometimes. Uh, in leisure time, I will try to enjoy the like Asian food if I mm-hmm. have time and money, and <laughs> also, and also I will uh I don't know since you know the MBA um life is quite intense, so mm-hmm. I will try to get m- as much as uh, rest as I can, so that I mean if only if I had enough rest and have enough energy, so that I can uh, carry on the okay.
0: life. Yeah, it's a good way to look at it. (laughs) Right, so a few questions about getting to know you on a personal level. Do you have a favorite movie?
1: Uh, Yes, like... At the beginning, my favorite movie is Gone with the Wind.
0: Okay, Yeah, but a classic when movie.
1: I, yeah, that's when I was like a teenager. I loved that movie. And uh, as I grown up, I changed a little bit. I like some uh, Japanese movies, mm-hmm. which is uh, Battle Lawyer.
0: Okay, I haven't heard of this one. Yeah, you <laughs>
1: may check it later. Okay. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, and then I as I grown up I feel like I try like previously uh, when I was in China we always uh, liked a lot about the like the western movies including the Hollywood movies and the movies from Europe but as time goes by I feel like I um, grown more trying to get more appreciate about my like own culture mm-hmm. like the Chinese movies. So yeah, I mean, right now I really like the Chinese movies. Uh, that der- uh, Ang Lee. Ang Lee the, makes yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, He is a really Great good director. director yeah. So yeah. Didn't Lee
0: I mean, made Crouching Tiger. Ah uh, yes, yeah. yes right, right. That okay. is
1: her. Yeah. So I like uh, his movies mm-hmm. a lot right now.
0: <laughs> so you mentioned a Japanese movie. Is that do you know speak Japanese?
1: Uh I don't speak Japanese, you but it? yes, but I I should say like in China, my generations when we grown up, we were like really heavily being influenced by Japanese culture. Okay. Yeah, and uh, I have been to Japan in, in my grad school for our like uh foreign exchange, exchange program. Student, yeah, yeah, So, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Some Chinese people don't like Japan, but I feel like it's kind of historical thing, mm. right? But mm. right now, as far as my own experience in Japan and the interactions with the Japanese people there, I I really like Japan mm. and the culture there.
0: <laughs> what about TV shows? Do you watch TV shows over here? Uh,
1: TV shows, yes. I, of course, the Game of Thrones mm-hmm. and also the Vikings. The Vikings, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, right. So
0: it's like historical fantasy kind of mood stuff is what you like
1: right right historically and also uh they uh i mean they are really folk and not focused but they really did good job and to try to uh uh show the audience the historical things mm-hmm. all the details and mm-hmm. i like that okay.
0: yeah what about uh music do you like a particular genre of music do you have a favorite artist
1: um music generally i I mean when I was little like my parents sent me to a piano like mm-hmm. to to learn the pianos so maybe previously I liked the classic music mm-hmm. but sometimes I, I and especially like as my like age grown <laughs> or something like that I feel like those classic music can really calm me down okay. like uh, I mean I like pop music also mm-hmm. like the Taylor Swift and mm. the, she's already a great artist but yeah sometimes I feel like I want to go back and forth between the classic and the, the pop music.
0: Okay. Yeah. Do you read, uh, do you have a favorite book?
1: Uh, I haven't, maybe I haven't like read a whole book completely uh, quite recently but when I was uh, in China I uh, my favorite book I should say that is the uh, I like have you have no, Norwegian forest?
0: No, I haven't. Oh, I haven't or the seen.
1: forest of Norway, Norwegian. Norway, Yeah. 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 So that's that's also um it is a novel, mm-hmm. but it's uh, uh written by a Japanese writer. Okay. But I think the reason I like it is just it pictures or its um pictures the life like kind of miserable life as a teenager and mm-hmm. when i was a teenager i all always like imagine me as a miserable philosopher so I sometimes
0: <laughs> you relate to it is yeah, that? yeah yeah sometimes <laughs>
1: yeah. i felt like oh yeah well, i was so miserable as a teenager <laughs> okay
0: do you have a favorite person in history that you would like to have coffee with
1: oh well nah. In history, well, I I don't know, maybe, maybe I want to, not a coffee, maybe I want to have a tea with Socrates.
0: Socrates. Yeah, Socrates. Okay, okay. Because, just because you're interested in philosophy?
1: Yeah, yeah. it's because I used to be a miserable philosopher when I was a teenager, <laughs> so I want <laughs> to have a talk with him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, do you have any pet peeves?
1: Normally, I think I'm pretty like tolerant to anything. But if one thing special, I would say I don't uh I don't like people. Of course, that everyone, no one would like people lying.
0: Like, okay.
1: Yeah. That's cool. Something.
0: <laughs> okay. Um. So coming back to school, do you have any plans for the future? What you want to do just outside of like once you've graduated? What kind of a role you wanna do?
1: Um, you mean for the job?
0: For a job, yeah.
1: Okay. I think for a job, uh I since I have like the consistent passion like for the um operation functions in the tech industry, uh that's what I used to do and I um try I wanna continue to do that in future. So uh basically that's the like the role and the job I, I'm seeking right now.
0: Do you have like top five companies that you
1: want to work for? Uh, top five. Maybe like one year ago, if you ask me that question, I will name, you know, those big names like DomDom, blah, blah, blah. But right now, since uh, I have like worked in Verifone, which is like a medium sized uh, company in the US, so I felt like right now I would uh, want to broaden my um, search mm-hmm. to. Both, like the companies, if I feel like I like the culture there and I like the people there, I will that can also be my option.
0: Okay, and in terms of location within the US,
1: um, well, personally, I would love to, uh, I don't know, like stay a little bit closer to to my homeland, so that means I want to seek uh, the jobs along the west coast,
0: okay, yeah, so that the flights are shorter. <laughs> <than> <laughs> yes. we- <laughs> um do you have any advice for the first years who are trying to get through their stressful time how do you get through that
1: um well for the first years I should say uh well anyway you should enjoy the even there I know there would be some the pains right In, inevitably but I should say you should try to enjoy the pains and try to, I mean, push yourself a little bit. Because if you don't push yourself a little bit, you'll never know like how, how huge the potential you can you, you can be and how much you can achieve. So maybe I, that is very like make me sound like like a tiger mother or something <laughs> like always push you. But I, I feel like. Yes, yeah, just uh, try to do your best and try to uh, explore your potentials to the fullest.
0: Okay. okay. So when you're done with your MBA, how would you like people to remember you?
1: Remember me? <laughs> <laughs> you mean uh, my our classmates? Yeah, your
0: classmates, your peers.
1: Oh, uh, I think... The, the tag on me is pretty obviously because I'm the only uh, girl from China, right, okay. in our class. Okay. So that is very obviously tag, And uh, if they want to add more tags on me, I hope that they will uh, feel that I, uh, I'm a pleasure to work with.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and... Uh, uh, and uh, maybe, I don't know, like most people said that they felt uh, all like the Chinese people were more like the mediocre, so mm-hmm. we don't have a very strong characteristics as people in the U.S. or something like that. Uh, but I think that is we are, yeah, we are like, because we are trying to, as me oh, and another thing about me is I I'm definitely an introvert mm-hmm. so uh, but I wanna still uh, wanna people feel like I ah can okay, you stop <laughs> I don't, uh,
0: okay.
1: I think uh, all in all I just would help people remember me as uh, like seemingly quiet girl but has a Passionate inside. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you're just quiet, but you're passionate yeah. on the inside. Okay. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, that brings us to the end of the conversation. Uh, how would you like people to get in touch with you?
1: Oh, uh, I mean, we had like the phone numbers of, uh, and also uh, the WhatsApp, and mm-hmm. also the, I can share my WeChat if mm-hmm. people want to use it. So, I mean, Nowadays, we have so many ways to keep in touch. Okay,
0: so are you active on Facebook or uh, Snapchat, Twitter?
1: Oh, that part, yes. Sorry, since I'm so active on WeChat, so I'm not very (laughs) active on Facebook (laughs) and other.
0: So you're a WeChat person, okay. Right. All right, right. so that is it. Say bye to everyone who's listening.
1: Okay, so uh, it's really nice to like. As uh, first I want to thank Shuit for uh, letting me have the opportunity to share a lot of kind of insight that I haven't shared before so I hope that um, I want, do want to say that for the past years I do enjoy the journey here with everyone and we hope and I hope that we can all be like long uh, lifelong friends. Thank you.
0: I'm so happy right now that Kara opened up so much to us on this episode. We wish Kara all the best in her future endeavors because we know that she will be an enormous asset to anyone who has her on their team again to those who are listening to the podcast check out all our previous episodes stay tuned for more episodes coming up in the next quarter and promote us support us tell your friends to be on the podcast thank you once again goodbye and peace